Welcome to Right Right Podcast episode 16 of season 2. This episode is going to be called Milestones of Intention, and Right Right Podcast is your weekly pub talk for living the writing life. I am Elon. I am John. And I am Craig. That was so epic. You guys came there with me. Um, today's topic is going to be really interesting, and I think in particular because it's going to delve into some interesting current like sociological and psychological issues that that we have as a culture and generation um so the 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 prompt and this this idea was john's and and he wrote down a sentence that i thought was was really um was particularly good to open the question with uh how do we feel proud about our writing writing achievements without throwing the rest of our lives out the window um because what what this amounts to this notion of milestones um, and intention is we're we're chasing productivity and productivity has become over the last probably decade i would say um this elusive concept that uh modern modern working world has uh placed on this pedestal it's like this platonic ideal of perfection as a as a as an ambitious person and i live in silicon valley where um you know everyone at the cafe that you go to is working on the next big app or you know you work at these startup companies where someone wants to be the next steve jobs and there's this idea that productivity means working really long working really hard on a lot of stuff simultaneously and um i think that what's becoming clear um, and i've seen this in the news recently a lot is that it, it becomes something it kind of confuses the idea of productivity. We're conflating the the meaning of productivity with the meaning of busyness. And now we've we've reached a point where we're all just busy for busyness sake, as opposed to time well spent, which I think is the the honest meaning of productive. Um, and and I'm certainly guilty of this. I I have tried time and again to find the the techniques that would allow me to accomplish a variety of tasks in a day. I have to-do lists. I have apps. I have all these things that try that that I use to try to fit more into a single day. Um, but something John said just before we hit record, which I thought was particularly good, was um, you can work really long and really hard all day on a bunch of different things and not get anything done and feel terrible at the end of the day. Or you can spend your time really focused on a single task, maybe do one thing well during a portion of the day and feel really good about it. Um, so what do, what do you guys think about this notion of, of like milestone chasing um, as opposed to intentional, intentional working? Um, well, maybe, maybe since I opened this can of worms, I'll, start off um i think craig and i probably have very different things to add on this i mean for myself i'm i'm i am big on to-do lists just like you uh really studying how to hack my productivity make it better but all that said the purpose is not to um you know crush this to-do list because i've realized really fast that you know, like my to-do list would be hundreds of items long, so I can't do it. So it's about how do I decide what I do in the very limited time I have. Um, and yeah, definitely 
there needs to be a divide between wh what your focused work time is and uh, what is not work time. Uh, so one thing that I find helpful is I, I approach my work time as a time unit. So for example, uh, I, I have an app I absolutely love. It's called Forest. It grows a tree on my phone. I set a timer and for two hours I can do nothing on my phone because there's a tree growing. It's open in the screen. Um, this app uh, lets you um, get rewards. So over time, like I can uh, I can earn money by growing enough trees without like backing out and killing the tree. Um, and I can get sound. So I now have a thunderstorm sound that I just totally love. So nice. I can put that on with my headphones. And for those two hours, I am focused on whatever it is, the work I'm doing. And so, I mean, my day is not loaded with like 10 two-hour trees. It's not any of that. I mean, that would be going back to the same problem. Uh, in a day, I put two hours on when I write. I write for two hours every day, no matter what. It's the very first thing I do before I do any work. And I do that because, to me, it's the most important work that I do. Um, and I put my, I grow my tree. I've got my headphones in. And when I'm there, I am 100% there in that task. I'm not doing anything else. And then I generally will grow one more two-hour tree in the middle of the day. Um, uh, I might get a little bit more done, and it's often smaller, quicker to-do tasks. But I don't really focus my time much beyond that. I grow a one-hour tree when I read in the morning. I, I, nice. you know, I've, I've gotten into fun things like that. So I think it's more about being present when you are spending your time, and it's not about just overloading yourself doing like so many things that you're exhausting your mind. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been having problems with this busyness versus productivity thing uh, because I have a full-time day job. I have three pen names that actively publish. I'm working on a thriller novel for a fourth pen name and I have like all this other work I have to do behind the scenes with uh, story perfect editing. Um, like just paperwork stuff. So like I could literally work from the moment I get up to the moment I go to bed and not get anything really accomplished. Like could you just, it never ends. Um, and so I was caught in that for a long time. And then I had to transition to, you know what, I'm really burning myself out and I'm not getting anything done, even though I'm working all the time. So I made two important choices. One is that I make sure that I work, uh, like, sorry, I give myself some leisure time every day. So I stop working about 8.30 to 9.30, somewhere in that time zone. My brain stops functioning at 9.30, so that is a good time to cut off. Um, and the other thing is I prioritize what needs to be done when. So since this is a writing podcast, I do a lot of writing every day. I that's a, usually the first thing I do in the day. I write for about an hour. I might not get a lot done, but I'm at least getting some done. And then I've got my regular day job. Um, and then with the sort of behind the scenes paperwork I do for story perfect editing, I kind of clump that all to the weekend. Because if I would do it as it comes up, I would be doing stuff nonstop in like little bits and chunks and pieces, and I'd have no time to do anything else. So if I then leave it all to the weekend, it might take like three or four hours, but I accomplish a massive amount of things in that focus time. And I think that's sort of what John and you yourself have been saying. If you have focused time where you're 
productive and you stop yourself from working all the time and just being busy, then it's sort of a healthier balance. I think something to throw in there before we probably move on to other aspects of this is um, delegation. So when you're very busy, I mean, I, I own a business, I run a business, and it started as my own a business name around the work that I did by myself. And it soon grew into a team endeavor. And I realized when I looked at how busy I am and how much I'm not getting accomplished that I have these huge time blocks of like a 30-hour editing project that's putting me under a rock pretty much. How am I going to get other things done? And I realized I run a team. I should not be – what I should be doing is giving work to people so that people have work to do. And then my smaller segment of time goes into supervising, teaching, overseeing, so delegate. And suddenly your effectiveness in those units of time, you don't have to like cram huge chunks of time into what you're doing. If I can jump in with a similar example, because that's sort of on a business perspective, but on a small indie author perspective... I actually pay a friend of mine to manage some of my social media stuff for me mm-hmm. so that I'm not spending all this time every yeah. week doing social media and queuing things and programming things. So I pay him 20 bucks a week. He does some work for me, and then that lets me just work on writing and be more productive with that time. So it's something like an individual author mm-hmm. can do too. There's something yeah. really interesting that I wanted to dig into a little more here. Um, both of you have talked have been talking about units of time. Uh and I think that's that's a very important way to look at the world, right? Um, it's difficult to be present in the now if you're so focused on, on units of time in a way. Uh, but in another way, it means that um, you're giving more uh, weight to each unit of time that you're actually using. A lot of writers talk about uh, productivity in terms of a word count per day. Um, but it sounds to me like neither of you is particularly worried about the amount of words you write, but more focused on the amount of time you spend writing. Um, and there's actually something interesting relevantly to, um, today, the day we recorded uh, all of these episodes is April 1st, uh, which is the beginning of April's... Camp NaNoWriMo. <laughs> uh, and this year, Camp NaNoWriMo has... Uh, They've introduced a feature, I believe, where you can track time instead of word count. Um, and I think that it was originally intended for editors, so that you know, or for editing, so that you could. I, I spent an hour editing is the equivalent of I wrote a thousand words that day, and that way you can still meet your goal of uh, of whatever it was for for the month. But um, you know, we we talked a couple episodes ago about the two k to ten k achievement. Um, I can't remember the name of the woman who wrote the book. I'm sorry. Do you remember? It's Rachel Aaron. Yeah. Um, and that that's a it's a staggering quantity, and it's and it's and it's really good stuff. But then John also mentioned that you know if you're writing fantasy, 500 really good words um, is a big deal. Uh, so, you know, what what is it okay to to set your milestone to, to set your intention of when you sit down to write? Um, can a, can a 50 or 100 words be a productive day um, for you? Because I know that there are people for whom writing, even though they love doing it, is like pulling teeth. Or um, if you're going through something emotionally, writing can be really hard, and you can get down on yourself even more 
if you're not being a productive writer. You're like, I love to write, but I'm going through a depressive episode right now, and I just can't do it. So if I write 25 words, that is a good day for me. Um, yeah, I totally agree, especially on the depressed. If you're going through some things and like 25 words is all you can manage, that is a huge success. Um, for myself, like I write a lot and I usually have big word counts. But with my current project, which is a thriller novel that I described a couple episodes ago, like I am getting maybe 150 to 200 words some days. And that's because in the initial third of the novel, there's so much research I have to do. Like, what does a National Archives building look like? What does, you know, what would these characters have written in letters to each other 200 years ago? And so when I sit down to write, it's like, okay, I need to get through this portion of the scene it's not i need to get through this entire scene it's like i need to get through this scene where they look at a letter written by a character 200 years ago um and so that might mean 50 words might mean 100 words but that's a huge sense of accomplishment because it's it was the realistic goal that i set for myself and that's a big thing realistic yeah. goals are different for everybody and different for different projects yeah yeah i recently went through a I mean, I said I write two hours every day, no matter what, and, and I'm realizing that listeners uh, will recall probably a few weeks ago us talking about how I write on weekends and then the weekdays I take off. I went through this big paradigm shift after reading Stephen King's On Writing, and he talked about the logic of writing every day, no matter what. He even writes on Christmas Day. I kind of find that cool. I would do that, too. Mm -hmm. Um it, it's it's sort of the idea that your mind is always invested in what you're writing and rather than writing um, rather than writing uh, you know like if you were setting out to write a certain amount of words or whatever um, just setting your unit of time that you're you're gonna sit down and spend this much time with your story that intention keeps you grounded there it's sort of like a like an anchor uh, and I mean, I know for me, what I've been finding, uh, like I'm working on a rewrite, so it's sort of a second draft and the word count is going to be variable to, so to talk about word count really actually makes no sense for me. Um, but even thinking back to how I wrote the first draft of this particular novel, um, at the time I was doing an everyday writing approach and sometimes I'd write a hundred words. It was just the idea that at some point today I sit down and I write this story and it adds up over time so i think you know if you want to set yourself up to not fail here's the problem if you say a thousand words a day what if they're it's really really tough and you're forcing yourself to write a thousand words and you're just it's not there um or you know you might be working on a spot that the writing vector if you will is sort of pointing you at like I need to spend time going over what I wrote and I need to percolate on this. I need to figure out this deeper layer. There's something going on that I have to develop and it might be a touch here, a touch there. And that might in the end delete 300 words and add 40. Yeah. I've done a, I've done writing sprints that have ended negative. Yeah. <laughs> and that was okay. <laughs> it felt like I did, I did a good job. You moved the story forward. You yeah. you that's that's the point is every time you sit down your sense of what your story is your writing is going to move forward um you know and, and 
there's always caution to that because there's the circular drafting thing where you know you'll keep perfecting the same chapter so you know you as long as your your discipline is to move forward and write more and you're careful of those things you know i think a, a time limit versus a word word count of new words is pretty safe mm-hmm. but that's also a you know a time limit is is really good because um if you're having a rough day like i mean um actually just switched jobs so i'm no longer a marketing copywriter i am now uh, an editorial assistant at uh, uc berkeley which is exciting and i love it and i'm very happy um but I've, I've had many years of experience as a marketing copywriter and there were days when in an eight hour work day i barely put out 350 words of a blog post um and if you're holding yourself to standards of of a thousand or two thousand words a day and you're having a day like that you're asking yourself to sit down for 10 hours of just pain <laughs> like it, but but for some people knowing that you have a certain amount of words left is a really good motivator for some people knowing that you can stop after a certain amount of time is a really good motivator um so it's really it sort of depends on what your what your personal comfort level is um but i think that generally speaking if you're unsure a time limit seems like the safer bet just like you were saying john mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing with a time limit. You you can never fail that. You know, well, you you can. I guess you could get up and say forget it, but I'm going to I'm going to confess to something here that will make me sound very human. <laughs> <laughs> um the thing about the time limit, I mean, I grow my tree, I've got the forest thunderstorm thing going on, and I might be at home during my writing thing and I am having an awful day and I just can't get in the zone, so I go to bed. <laughs> I lay down and think. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't go, I don't fall asleep for two hours, but I give myself permission to just get in the zone. And it, the fact that a two-hour limit is is happening, and and you know, the idea is that I am committed to the writing process. I'm thinking about my story and whatever that takes. It suddenly I'm free to move in all these directions that I wouldn't be if it was sit down and don't do anything but write. Oh, I got to get to this like. 2,500 words or whatever, you know, like that would stress me out and I would break after so long. That's actually kind of interesting because in my notes, uh, one of the, one of the questions I ask is can sitting and thinking be a productive use of time? Um, and I love that you just said that because I think it absolutely can. Um, as, as we engage in this bizarre creative art form, uh, all bizarre creative art forms, um, require a bit of cognitive, manipulation like you have to stretch your mind you're you're using these 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 abstractions to to bring something into a concrete shape either using words or if you're a painter you're using one medium or if you're a sculptor you're using another medium um and to condense an idea from this sort of abstract into the concrete um is a remarkable thing that we can do as human beings so even thinking about how to do that is a productive use of time um so this is this ties into an episode we did either a few months ago or last year i can't remember but it had it had to do with the idea of like giving yourself a break and understanding um that not every day will see the production of something that has a finish line on it or 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 the end at the end of it Um, not every day will even see something started fully um but 
I, I love the title of this, John, that, that you gave it, Milestones of Intention, because we tend to measure milestones by uh, by some sort of like numerical achievement, either in words or hours or or whatever. But by by setting our intention and being conscious about that intention and saying my intention today is to achieve not some uh, score, not some 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 score that I'm setting for myself to achieve, but um, but to be a part of the process and to exercise this this mental muscle, um, we that is an achievable milestone every day, mm-hmm. um, even if it's laying down in your bed in the dark. Uh, you can achieve that milestone by just giving it some time to think. Um, so thank you for suggesting this episode. I feel very like chilled out at the end of it very much namaste and ready to spend an hour looking at a blank page and feeling that that's an okay to do an okay thing to do um we are at time so i would love it if you could give our prompt to the listeners okay well um ties back to what i mentioned about stephen king i'm actually going to hack this one i decided um stephen king in his book on writing he writes 2,000 words every day, no matter what. That's his milestone. And, I mean, he's a, he's a full-time writer. He can get up in the morning and he can decide. He can write all day if he wants. So for, for a full-time writer, you, you know, I guess you could do that if you want. Um, but one thing he mentions is he wants people to try that out and build up to it. And his initial challenge was try writing 1,000 words every day. Give yourself one day off every week. And see if you could maintain that. What I want to do is is um, the is give you the challenge to instead of a thousand um, words, try try writing for one hour every day. Set a timer. Um, I mean, you want to check the forest app out? That's I like it because it it really concretizes what you're doing. But um, just something. Set a timer so that you're not going to be distracted and spend one hour every day whatever whatever that time works out to be with your story give yourself one day off so maybe you know six days a week it could be saturday it could be sunday usually the weekend will be that day that's that's good to take off um and try to keep that up see how long you can do it and see if that builds some momentum uh whatever it is you're writing if you're already writing a draft you could you could uh work your writing time that way if you're not Pick a story and just go with it. See what happens when you have to spend an hour every day, six days a week, I guess, mm-hmm. and and see see what comes out. Yeah, there's a. I'll, I'll add one thing because the Forest app is really great. But if you like me, are prone to uh, completely disregarding um, your own limits on distraction. There is an app uh, available. There's there's a lot of different apps of this kind, uh, but there's one available for Mac called Focus. Um, which actually disables a bunch of apps and can disable the internet on your computer. And there's a mode of focus called hardcore mode where you literally cannot turn it off until the time is up. Um, so I have an app called focus on my computer, which has, uh, three, uh, standard options, uh, for time. You can either set 15 minutes, 25 minutes, which is Pomodoro, I believe, and then one hour. Um, and you can actually set it to turn off certain apps, leave certain apps open, turn certain websites off, leave certain websites open. So if you want to continue doing research, for instance, you can t- turn Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff off and leave Wikipedia and other things on. Um, so that's, that's the Focus app. That's the Forest app. There are a lot of tools to help you kind of 
take advantage of the present moment like that. Um, so, so thank you, John. Thank you, Craig. This was a very interesting conversation for me. Um, and listeners, please, uh, now that you've published a book, now that you've marketed a book, it's time to work on a new project. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so take an hour, six days a week and see if, see if that works. Um, I have a, I have a good feeling that once, once I build the habit, it'll work really well for me. Um, so, so thank you very much and, uh, we will see you next time. Bye-bye.